The executive has the power to decide whether or not a foreign lawyer can take part in a national security trial. You're listening to the news on RTHK. And welcome to a special end of year wrap up of The Week on 3. I'm Christy Lai. Today, I'll be bringing you five of my favorites of the year, ranging from music, Cantonese, and more. This year, Alison Howe has been talking to lots of amazing and talented musicians from all around the world. But if I had to pick my favorite, it would have to be John Legend. The Academy Award winning musician released his eighth studio album titled Legend. And he spoke to Alison Howe about the music production and also showed fans a sneak peek into his family life. We are so pumped for your album. We can't stop playing it. But also, it was nice to see you doing such a beautiful performance at the Emmys. And Pieces is just the perfect piece for your performance. What does that performance mean to you? Well, whenever we get to honor all these great artists and actors who um, have impacted all of our lives. We've been watching them for years. It's a wonderful thing. And uh, this song, uh, Pieces, is an original song that um, we wrote about uh, experiencing loss, experiencing heartbreak, and how you move on from that, how you carry that with you and keep living, but uh, you still carry the pain with you. And uh, I think it's a a good song um, to think about, um, you know, honoring those that we've lost, honoring the heartbreak that we feel when we lose them, um, but learning to continue to live on. Yes, it's absolutely perfect. Such a John Legend moment. So thank you for bringing that to us. Thank you. John, we just talked about live performances and I have to come to you with my own observations. The last time you came to Hong Kong, we went with uh, another couple. The ladies love even just holding a ticket to a John Legend concert. And then obviously we dragged our husbands with us. The husbands were a bit skeptical at the beginning, but halfway through they're like really into it. I think your music is just something magical about it. You just shows them how to appreciate women. So if you could ask men, all men in the world to listen to a John Legend song and understand what women wants to feel, what song would you like to recommend them to listen to? Oh, I think we've got a few on this album. I think Nervous is one. I think Stardust is one. Wonder Woman. A lot of songs from the second act, especially, I think, are really um, about what it means to be in a deep relationship with someone that you really care about. And um, you want to make them happy, but they also make you so happy and make you get butterflies and get nervous and all the things that we talk about in the songs. And I Don't Love You Like I Used To is one of my favorites because it's about what it means to be in a deep relationship with someone that um, grows beyond early infatuation, grows beyond the early honeymoon period, and is deep and and rooted in in real experiences in life and real challenges that you face. So um, there's so many good songs, particularly in Act Two, but uh, I think I have a lot of music that will help people come together, will spice up the relationship, help but get stronger. Uh, I've got the remedy for you. <laughs> yes, and it's good for the whole family too. My daughters love dancing to your tunes. 
Wonderful. My kids love dancing to it too. Uh, they're my biggest fans, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a favorite song to listen to say, on the way to school? Oh, they love dancing to all the up-tempo songs. They love Dope and All She Want to Do and Strawberry Blush. Uh, Guy Like Me. They love all the up-tempo songs. Nice. Great chase. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You come my John Legend with Allison Howe on The Common Room. Make sure to stay tuned to The Common Room in 2023 for more exciting backstage interviews with your favorite stars.
Often on Radio 3, we invite indie and up-and-coming music acts on the show. And on The Brew last week, we invited once again The Young Bucks, a six-member folk band based in Hong Kong. The band came to our studio last Tuesday and played several songs, but sadly drummer Paul McLean couldn't make it into the studio because we didn't have space for him to put up his drum kit. But the remaining five members will be bringing you a song from their debut album, Rookies. Uh, first of all, yeah, we released the album uh, just this past summer in July, a mm. uh, pandemic album, we call it. And um, so far, so good. We finally got out to be able to play the music live uh, the last couple months. So we're getting some live gigs and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've got great support from our family and friends and from you guys here at RTHK. So thank you for that. Just introduce the band quickly, Chris. Sure. Um, uh, so on my far right here, we've got Mr. Jimmy Pittman, our token American. He's from <laughs> Chicago. Uh, beside me, Mr. Seamus McKinnon, one of our four Nova Scotians in the band. First time in the brew. First time in the brew. First time in the morning brew. Yeah. First time. <laughs> uh, behind him, our fiddler from uh, Alberta, Canada, Mr. Sean Softley. Uh, behind me, another Nova Scotian, Rob Anderson. Yep. And uh, my name's Chris Ivany, and I'm also from Nova Scotia. And missing from the picture today is Paul McLean, our drummer, because we couldn't fit in a drum kit. Uh, Rob, the album is Rookies. Tell us a little bit more about the album. Oh, like all the pieces of the album, I guess it took about two years to make and put mm. together. But uh, the title track is a song I, I wrote, uh, geez, um, maybe 20 years ago. Um, close to it when a friend of mine passed away. Uh, his name is Adam. And, mm. uh, and, you know, the whole, I mean, even that song, Seasons, it's kind of about... The, you know, missing the people that some people just didn't make it with us, you know, and like time just keeps on, you know, going. And, uh, you know, when you're living abroad, sometimes, you know, they come into mind in the, in the, you know, kind of uh, surprising times. I mean, it kind of catches you off guard. And, and I think that that's why the song fit well on this record, you know, and I, I hadn't played it in, in at least 10 years in front of people. And for some reason, I uh, showed it to these guys. And I mean, Sean and, and Jimmy with the, with the real musicians in the band uh, along with Paul <laughs> I guess uh, you know uh, made it something new and uh, made it something uh, beautiful and so uh, yeah we, that's that's where that came from good stuff okay Young Bucks are going to do their final song Chris yes uh, what are we going to hear uh, we're going to hear the other song from the album that we didn't write uh, this song is called The Company Store and it's a song written by Greg McPherson about coal mining towns in Cape Breton and I'm sure coal mining towns mm. all over the world share the same story um, yeah, so uh, we're very lucky to have this song on our album. Seamus and I started playing it live years ago, and it kind of turned into, uh, you know, our most famous, our most popular song amongst, amongst our fans. So it's been yeah. great. And, uh, yeah, speaking of our fans, thank you guys so much for the support. Um, if you're not a fan of the Young Bucks yet, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, at the Young Bucks HK. Mm -hmm. And uh, our vinyl records are coming out soon. So oh, you got vinyl? Yes, sir. And okay. uh, like we uh, said earlier, it's been, uh, went from four to six weeks to four to six months to get them done. So we've been patiently waiting for these. And yeah, the vinyl factories have been swamped, I think, by the big artists like yes. Adele and Ed Sheeran and yeah. so on. Unfortunately, everybody smaller has been squeezed, That's I think, right. right? Yeah. But, yeah, we're very excited about that so we'll definitely let you know james when we have those available yeah, yeah. absolutely some yeah. of the songs are available uh on uh, by nfts too on the open seas that <laughs> sounds very tech that very <laughs> advanced crypto world uh, i think that uh, you know you'll find a reasonable priced beautiful young buck song <laughs> 
non-fungible token. <laughs> How many million do you ask? <laughs> we haven't set a price yet. We're, it's, we're, it's open. It's, a, it's like an auction. <laughs> Starting at 3,000 Americans. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Um, let's just name check the band again quickly before we leave. Just tell us who's playing what and who you've right. got. So again, uh, Jimmy Pittman on bass, Sean Softley on fiddle, Seamus McKinnon on guitar and vocals, Rob Anderson on guitar and vocals, and I'm Chris Ivany. Great. And happy holidays, James. Thanks you so much for having us here. We really appreciate it. Thanks for being our house band uh, this morning on the Morning Brew. Much appreciated, guys. And you're going to go out with uh, the company store. Here we go. Tonight I'm gonna feed them I haven't worked in 40 days For 23 I've had no pay In a week I'll have no place to stay In an hour they'll have to kill me In an hour they'll have to kill me Cause half the town will die from mine in the cold The other half will leave when the mine decides to close The 
together the heads of the company store. They'll bring the army in at us when the union gets too close to them. So burn it down, boys. Burn it down, boys. Burn it down, I said to the head. They'll shoot us down like our fathers, but like them, we're already dead and down. Company Store by Folk Bang the Young Bucks. If you would like to listen more to their music, you can check out their Instagram page at the Young Bucks HK. In around November, a giant gummy bear statue was placed near the Chimsashe Clock Tower. It was brought to Hong Kong by creator Adrian Zhang and designed by street artist Wisby. It is also Wisby's largest piece to date, the sculpture being eight meters high. We got a chance to speak to Wisby himself on Backchat. Where he told Janice Wong and Andrew Work more about the whole process.、Um, so Adrian reached out to me last year, and、um, he proposed a project、uh, which I scoffed at initially because、um, whenever somebody reaches out from far, far away with a big project and big dreams, it's often、uh, something that doesn't come true. But the more we got to know each other, the more serious I realized he was. And He asked if I wanted to bring my iconic vandal gummy to Hong Kong, and if I could find a, a unique way to integrate it into the city. So that was the project that we've been working on that we revealed、uh, yesterday. Fantastic! What, what do we look at? Like, give people an idea if they haven't seen it yet. This is radio, after all.、Uh, give us an idea of what it looks like. So essentially, it's eight meters tall. If you could take uh, the uh, uh, gummy bear, essentially、uh, juxtaposed on Department of Corrections. Holding a mugshot plaque、um, with、uh, almost dinosaur-like horns on its head and a large scale、uh, on its back with a tail and its signature Hong Kong red with a giant LCD screen as the plaque, which allows us to kind of、uh, integrate different visuals into the installation and the clock tower. And and what is it made of? I mean, and, and how difficult was it to、uh, to actually transport it here?、Um, It was quite difficult to transport here.、Uh, the primary material is fiberglass.、Um, it was built in full,、uh, and then deconstructed, and then reconstructed on site, which took about four days or so、uh, to put back together. And、um, yeah, so now we've got our eight-meter-tall standing、uh, gummy bear standing in front of the、uh, the clock tower. And、uh, you've made uh, many uh, gummy bear sculptures in the past, and, and this this one is、uh, different because,、uh, like you just mentioned, it's got an LED screen.、Uh, why why is there an LED screen this time? So about two and a half, three years ago, I got heavy into the digital and NFT space, and I wanted to find a way to start to evolve my artwork and bridge the gap between the two mediums. And this I saw as a perfect opportunity to do something new, and to allow us kind of. Um, something diverse that we could we could show to to the community. So that's why I wanted to take the opportunity to try something new for the first time and、um, uh, with such an audience and a platform to see it. But you said it was cra- crazy idea from Adrian Chung. Adrian, why, what inspired you to reach out? I mean, of all the artists and all the gin joints in the world, why why Wisby? Why did you have to bring Wisby to Hong Kong?、Uh, good morning. Well, thank you for that question.、Um, Well, honestly, I think number one, who doesn't love gummy bears? <laughs> I think that's that's one of the the key.、Um, and secondly, I thought Josh's work、um, would be very suitable for a public art installation. I think it's very key. One of the key messages as a curator at 4FIF as well, the First Initiative Foundation, 
is really to allow people to understand that art is not just found in museums, in exhibitions, and in private collections. We wanted to bring art to everywhere, to everyone. And I think the gummy bear as a signature work um, can be as simple as you like it. It's just simply as simple as you like gummy bears, or it can be as complex as Josh has um, meaning behind it, right? So I think that's what we thought it would be very suited um, for, such a, for such an exhibition, basically. Um, we wanted to cross kind of... Um, the divide between all the generations, they are from kids, the young and all the like. So I think that's really the, the, the main purpose of this exhibition. Right. And Mr. Chen, why put the gummy bear next to uh, the Chim Shou Chui clock tower? Why not the uh, like Golden Bahania Square or, or the peak? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I think the clock tower is uh, really serendipitous. Uh, we found this place, um, as you know, the Hong Kong clock tower is a very iconic historical monument. It has over 100 years of history. And, and we, we know that from uh, Wispy's uh, artwork as well, that he also has uh, a lot of meaning behind his gummy bear sculptures, which basically translates in a simple form, but Josh can probably, that Wispy can also um, relate on that, is about innocence lost, is about the growth of a person. And we know that as the clock tower, it's overseeing a lot of our history of Hong Kong, and, you know, as time passes by, and we felt that time as a concept would really meld the two historical buildings, and Wispy's um, art together. So we thought that was a quite a good match. Mm. We talked about the medium. I'm going to go all Marshall McLuhan here. We talked about the medium. Is, is, is that the message, like Adrian said, Wispy? Yeah, so the, the message, um, in short, behind the Vandal Gummy series is innocence lost. And it's juxtaposing the innocence of the gummy bear against Department of Corrections to create a narrative of kind of what happened. And I don't like to tell people what to think, especially when it comes to artwork, but I like to create a platform for a dialogue and pose a question for a story that they can create on their own. And so the date on the bear represents a significant turning point in my life, and I like people to think of a day in their life that was significant that may have turned or changed them being exactly where they are today, or maybe they wouldn't be if it wasn't for that day. Street artist Wisby and creator Adrian Zhang was talking to Andrew Work and Janice Wong on Backchat. You can still catch the exhibition until tomorrow if you haven't seen it already. It's near the Chim Sa Chai Clock Tower. On Radio 3, we often talk a lot about Hong Kong culture, but the best way to understand a culture is of course through language. Cantonese is definitely a hard language to learn and to understand, given that there's six different tones and thousands of characters to memorize. But first, you do need to learn how to get around the city, and especially since here at Broadcast Drive, you would need to take a minibus if you don't want to hike up the steep hill. Our Radio 3 producer, Yuki Zhang, will recap with you several useful phrases you should know when taking the minibus. Yeah, um, I think I can assure that it's not just you, every Hong Kongers, they, they've got a fear to say, because we, we don't usually, we don't used to have those buttons before, so people would just have to yell to yell to stop and then ask the minibus driver to stop the car um and yeah and there's no certain way of saying when to stop or where to stop so basically what we do is that oh we want to we, we just pick whatever on the road mm-hmm. oh for example there's a because you stop. can randomly stop them can't too sometimes um i think for the green minibuses um there are like certain stops but mm-hmm. then if you're talking about the red minibuses, you can just stop where wherever okay. you want. Okay. Sometimes 
um, the driver might not be able to hear you. So you might have to speak louder. Or for me, uh, it's, it's like a personal tip. I usually always see near to the yeah, driver. Yeah, that's what I always look yeah, for. Yeah, I so always do. So that I can, he can see me even though yeah, I'm yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's my tip. And if you want to, I think some people might also do, for example, if you want to stop around the corner, you can just say, Junwan Yao Lok. Okay. It means that, oh, I want to stop at the corner. I won't get too complicated. Yeah, okay. Just yeah. then, uh, just yeah. Yao Lok. So Yao Lok, because you see, sometimes, obviously, um, it's interesting that you say that, you know, even even the Hong Kongers are a little bit hesitant to raise their voice. Mm-hmm. They feel a bit uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is comforting for me. Yeah. Which really, I thought I was the only one who <laughs> does that, right? Uh-huh. So now I have to say Yao Lok. Yeah. Right? Correct. And then when I get off, I can say, I'm going. Yes, and correct. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Oh. You've just opened up the whole world to me now, right? You know, yeah, because I think when I was younger, I was a bit, not like scared, but I don't really want to yell at mm-hmm. the driver or something mm-hmm. like that. So I usually we just wait until someone actually said anything and yeah. then I would just, maybe probably that would be like... You quickly get few, out. Yeah, I would, that would be like a few stops <laughs> from know. my original stops. So I, I would just have to walk back and then... I've yeah, done but, that. Yeah, I've I done know. that. I've yeah. done that. So, listen... Let's get out now when we can, or yes. I'm going to have to walk back. Yes. Um, it's, it's so interesting, though. The, the other thing is, is that majority of these um, minibuses mm-hmm. do have the little button to press, but yeah. I think they have to switch it on on the mains or something for it to work, mm-hmm. because sometimes it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, drivers are happy to yeah. wave their arm and say, yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Correct. Um, and the other thing is, is that when you do go, go in every single minibus mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, there are notices up which say, you know, you must wear a seatbelt or yes, otherwise you you're to. going to be fined yeah, or you're going illegal. to be imprisoned. Yeah. And I look around me every time and I don't see anyone wearing a seatbelt <laughs> because it's all very fast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you, you get off quite quickly. So I think not many of um, us would, would just, uh, maybe sometimes we just don't bother to wear it. But then, yeah, I'm here to say that you have to wear the seatbelts and of course for your own safety. And you know, sometimes minibuses, can be really fast. No, and I think yeah. absolutely because there have been cases where minibuses mm-hmm. have crashed and Correct. stuff, and and a seatbelt can certainly you know yeah. save your life. So it of is course. worth even your journey short. Mm-hmm. You should put it on absolutely. Yes, correct. And know. yeah, and I'm just wondering if you know the notice. You know there are like green and red minibuses in Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know the difference? Not really. No. Yeah. So basically, um, for the green minibuses, there's like fixed route and then fixed schedule uh-huh. and then the fares are fixed as well uh-huh. um, but then for the red minibuses um, there's no regulation on the routes, fares, this kind of stuff so with the routes like they just think yeah. well f- I fancy going this way today yeah okay. like for example maybe there's <laughs> like if there is like a traffic accident maybe oh, the, they can the driver re-route. can just yeah reroute um, okay. and then I, I, I was researching online when, yesterday and then people were saying that if you want the true minibus adventure like through <laughs> minibus experience, experience you have to take the red one radio theater producer yuki zhang was speaking to saudi usmani on brunch and finally to end the final episode of 2022 we have again our friend steve james where we celebrate the birthday of bobby nunn all right that's a wrap-up for 2022. It has been such a blast being on air with you. Wishing you all a happy new year and see you next year here on The Week on 3. I'm Christy Lai.
the factories may be roaring with the boom a lack a zoom a lack a wee. boom a lack a zoom a lack But there isn't any roar when the clock strikes four. four. Everything stops for tea. And here we go. Oh, they may be playing football. And the crowd is yelling, kill the referee, the referee. But no matter what the score, when the clock strikes four, four. everything stops for tea. OK, we've got to fire up the jukebox for this one. As we celebrate the birthday, this day, 1925, Bobby Nunn was born. He was a member of the Robins and a member of the Coasters, who scored the 1958 US number one single, Yakety Yak, Don't Talk Back, and the 1959 US number two, UK number six single, Charlie Brown, as well as Young Blood and a whole bunch of other hits. Let's put some money in the jukebox and turn your radio up nice and loud. Look at that. What's your name? What's your name? 